Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Guten Tag. Buongiorno. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> I thought he was actually going to go, hello. <laughs> Set you up and you've ruined it. Oh. You'll hear that later. If I do it too much, it ruins it. No, I suppose. Yeah. It's been ruined. Um, What's been happening? Uh, in the world. Yeah. Uh, sure. United thrashed Brighton in the semi-final of the FA Cup. Yeah. An all Manchester FA Cup final. Yes. Yeah. Can't see United winning. No, I don't think I can. Actually, if we tip them to lose, it might be like our predictions league where it doesn't yeah. come right. <laughs> so, yeah, true. Did yeah. you uh, did you see that bloke inside Wembley though, getting his hair cut? No. And during the FA Cup so far of United, he was just, he got video and he was sat there with a barber and he threw his little coat over him and cut his hair in the middle of Wembley. Why would you do that? I don't know. Bants. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Saying that. Like stuff inside ground. Wouldn't you love to go to one of them cricket matches where they have like that, like pool, that like jacuzzi thing in the in? Oh yeah, you watch the cricket then. Yeah, the, uh, in that little pool thing. How good would that be? Yeah, that'd be ace. Do you, like, do you like cricket? No. Do you love it? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Ten cc reference there for anybody who's not quite got that. <laughs> anyway, what's on tonight? Um, well, tonight we. I've got the Super League review, as always. Um, Bobby's got his stats, the ever-growing stats section. He's uh, he's up. Uh, the quick run through the NRL, then we've got a couple of bits on um, happenings, like the Challenge Cup draw, international games coming up. Uh, Brian will then be on for the Predictions League, and that will wrap us um, up for this week. Okay. So we've got some hot, we've got some heated debate. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. What's first then? Uh, that would be this. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Well, that brings us nicely into round 10. And I think we will start, well, we'll just start at the start of the week. We'll go, we'll go with Thursday night and Saints took on Warrington and they came away with the victory 28 points to six. Yeah, I don't think um, anybody saw that coming, did they? Well, I've actually got that for two matches. Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well, and this is one well, of them. I wonder what the other one is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Wigan and... Brilliant, brilliant performance. Yeah, from the Saints Academy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they they, they were looking... I know Warrington have have got their problems in the pack and Vaughan was suspended as well. um, But then they they sort of on the the, the, uh, kick-off, it was announced that Percival wouldn't be playing, Makinson was out. So there's a couple more there. The three-quarter line not looking uh, so strong. 
No, you would think that Warrington would be able to cope without Vaughan better than Saints could without several players, and it didn't seem mm. to be the case, did it? No, I know they've got a couple more out, like Joe Bullock's injured, for example. Obviously, Dudson serving his uh, suspension. They lost Claude Makalele, whatever he's called. <laughs> I, can, I can never remember his name. Um, so, you know, they've, they've, they've got their own problems in the pack, but their three-quarter line looked a lot stronger. Mm. Yeah, but... Um, but what a performance from Saints. Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, one man in particular stole the spotlight in Johnny Lomax. And he was he was fantastic on the night. I think he ran the show for Saints. Yeah, he was immense. He was immense Thursday night, yeah. And scored a fantastic try as well. Yeah, just it just opened up for him, didn't it? Yeah, the step was, was magnificent. And um, in he went. Mm. Um, I think that was the second try. Because before that, um, there was a... It was a try that I actually thought they'd put in slow motion before the slow motion replay. <laughs> that was the interception from Conrad Hurrell. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Like, is he running slow on purpose? Uh, just conserving energy. It was early on. <laughs> Smart play. That's all that was. Smart play. I mean, play. He's, he's such a likeable character, isn't he? Let's get it right. Oh, you know? everyone loves him, yeah. But he's, you know, he's there for his power, not his pace, isn't he, really? Yeah, but nobody was near him. Nobody got near him. Do you think I'd have a chance against Conrad Hurrell? You've no. you challenged me against the Fox, I'm just asking, you know. Um, to be fair, you had a 90-metre head start against the Fox. Right, and I won. How, how far did Conrad Hurrell You won. Run? Yeah. How far? Only just by about uh, 10 yards. It was about halfway. It was about, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was pretty much bang on the halfway line. Right, so what start would he have to get against Conrad Hurrell then? 30 yards? At least 25. It's at least half. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think 25 would make it a, a really interesting race. Mm. This is like when they talked about Mo Farah racing Usain Bolt, isn't it? <laughs> it's exactly the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, Start to put it out there. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to do now. Okay. <laughs> okay. About that? No, about about the other race and one being a clean athlete. Uh. <laughs> but which one's which? <laughs> so I was but, trying to think. I was trying to think of a funny name, like you know, that he has the Mo Bot. Yeah, Bobby could have some, but I couldn't think of one. No, no, just the Bobble Bobble like that. And it's just I don't know the Bobble Bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the game. <clears throat> And the other big, uh, the other big point from the game, I thought, was uh, John Benison's dummy. Yeah, I don't think Matt Dufty had any interest in trying to tackle him, did he? No. <laughs> Just whatsoever. No, he text hide it, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you, I'm not being funny, if you can't tackle John Benison, who's about six stone wet through, no yeah. chance, no chance. Yeah. I remember I used to work with a guy once. It just reminded me when you said that because they used to get a, we used to get a policeman visiting the office, uh, like community stuff. And um, there was a guy in our office that was a, a, a kickboxer. Um, okay. And he ended up being a world champion with his kick. His shins were right mess. And he was about seven stone wet through. And that's what the policeman said when he come in. He went, oh, he, he said, I beat a French guy in the final. And he went, well, what, did you get an Italian in the final to win it then? <laughs> <laughs> He said, look at you, you're seven stone wet through. <laughs> uh, anyway, but uh, Saints fans this week are convinced that the champions are back. I mean, it's a good 
you know, it's a good kickoff point, isn't it? Mm. Really, to to get back on track to that, they, they they played miles better. Their attack was a lot more fluid defensively. They were a lot better as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. and they do reckon that there's there's players going to be back after this international break, like Wormsley and uh, Siren and Metautia. Mm. So, I mean, they're only going to make them stronger, aren't they? So if they can continue the, the way that they've left off there, then, yeah. I thought Ritson pushed for a place when after the break. He really did, look, even though we've sort of um, questioned his defensive capabilities. Mm. He gets caught out a lot. He really did look like a Super League winger on Thursday night. Mm. And Warrington, I don't think, will be too upset. Maybe with the performance, but with the overall table coming into this break, they've only lost two games all season. No, but at the same time, when you've gone eight from eight and all of a sudden you now sit second going into the international break, you've got to feel a little bit deflated, surely. I think, I think the worrying thing from a Warrington point of view is that they've played the two big boys and they've lost them both. Mm. Yeah. But I suppose what I mean is last season they were 11th and they've won more games now already than they did yeah, last yeah. season. So. You know, oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, no, I completely understand mm. that. And it's easy to, you know, before before they played Wigan a couple of weeks ago, you had like Sky Sports or whoever, Super League or whoever it was, asking if they could go all season unbeaten. That's just ridiculous, just, isn't it? Yeah, it's easy no. to get carried away when you have a good start, isn't it's it? Not, but it is sort of yeah. worrying. I know they've got injuries and it's only, you know, not yeah. really an important game, if you like, but they've played probably the two best teams in the comp and lost them both. Right, yeah. It's not like Sky to get carried away either. No, but but I think even more worryingly, they were never in the games, really. No, neither mm. of them. They were lucky to, to be as close as they were to Wigan, mm. but Wigan absolutely smothered them mm. and should have won by a lot more. And and that one on Thursday night against St. Helens, they were nowhere near. I, I suppose what they've got to do now over this, this break and going forward is see what they've learnt off those last two games, I think, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I think um I think they play Wakefield after the international break, so should be back to winning ways. You'd think so. Mm. Well, let's move on to the Friday night game. And we saw the Lee Leopards Turnover leads twenty points to six. Not that surprising, I don't think. We said last week it could go either way. I mean, I think we all predicted Leeds, but <laughs> yeah, it, so we in, did say yeah. it could go Lee's way. Just so inconsistent, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. I think I said to you uh, middle of the week uh, or this middle of this week yesterday or whatever about this game. If you'd have said Lee and Leeds had a one, you'd have kicked yourself in the predictions league for mm. that, but. You know, you went Leeds as as the bigger team, and mm. but it didn't surprise you that Lee won at the same time. It, it was no, yeah, playing really well. Yeah, they are. The playing confidence really well. is sky high at the minute. Um, Harry Newman getting injured after the hooter on the last mm. tackle of the game. He's had some rotten luck, hasn't he? I'm not. I don't know what the report is actually on him. I don't. I, know. I've not heard. I know he's out no. of the England game, but that mm. that doesn't mean anything because everybody else is. <laughs> but. Uh, he actually ran it in really hard and then must have twisted it. I think he went over on his ankle. I don't, don't think it's as bad as first it looked on the field. Mm. But One yeah. of the most talented youngsters I've ever seen and just he's just never fit. Mm. Yeah, you've got to feel sorry for him, haven't you? He's, mm. uh... the, 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 the positive is he's still got bags and bags of time on his side. Mm. Yeah. A um, couple of quick questions from this game. How disappointed are you that... Um, 
Derek Beaumont's hoodie seems to have replaced by a le- uh, by a leopard jacket. Pretty disappointed. Yeah, you know, it's a bit more Bisman, Bisman, Bisman. business, <laughs> businessman, German. Yeah, it's a bit. No, it's a bit more businessman like though, isn't it? The than the hoodie. The, yeah, hum, uh, they, gotta look professional. It says more championship, doesn't it? The hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to stay. You know, Super League team now. Whereas the jacket looks a bit more yeah, you know, professional. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm not going to ask you: Can Lee make the top six? Because they can. Mm-hmm. So the question I'm going to ask you is: Will they? And, and why? Either way. I think it's easy to say no, isn't it? At this at this moment in time, it's easy to say no. Because you would think the likes of Leeds and possibly even St. Ellen's, who was sitting six at the minute, but then would get better and then keep them out of it mm. rather than them sort of clawing their way up. Mm. Mm. Catalans could easily drop out. They could. I mean, they play St. Helens, I think, next week. That could be four in a row for them, yeah. losses. Yeah. So that they could easily drop out, I think. Yeah. So but so will they? No. Lee? No, no, I'm just gonna cop out and say no. Bobby? I agree with Callum. I'm gonna say no, I think there's I just think there's six better teams than them. Okay. That's so well. if so if you were looking at the minute then where would Lee finish? Seventh. Seventh. Okay. You? Um I think I tend to agree with you, but I'd love to see them make the six. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible for them. I just think they'll miss out. Uh, what I think with Lee, perhaps, is if they pick, start to pick up a few injuries. Yeah. And it's the, it may yeah. be it's the depth of the squad that might let them down. But if they were keeping everybody fit as they are doing so far, then they've, mm. got, a, they've got a really good chance. Yeah. No, but I, think, I think it's the depth of the squad that might, und- might be their undoing, I think, ultimately. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, but what a, but all in all, no matter what, now it puts them in a good. I think it puts them in a good spot for next season mm. because I think they can build on this. Whatever happens now, yeah, they can build on this. And if the recruitment's good in the off season, then they could have a they could have a, a shot at the six next year. I think. And if they if they finish seventh, I think it does put them in a decent position recruitment wise because they can go well. Look where we are now. Like look, we're we're solid. We're going to be staying up. Like. We're pushing yeah. for playoffs. We think you can help mm. us do that. It's not like sometimes when you've just scraped staying up, it's like, well, I don't want to go there because it's probably going to go down. Mm. Like Will Dagger. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think, um, but I think they'll just miss out. But I think the recruitment um, needs to be good, like you say. Yeah. Well, you mentioned a, <clears throat> a team there that could potentially lose. I think he said four in a row, uh, and that was Catalan. So we're going to jump over to them, who were on the received end of a loss this week, and they lost 16-14 to Salford on Sunday. Mm. I listened to this on the radio. Okay. I listened to the commentary this game on the radio, and the second half was all Catalans. Mm. And the amount <laughs> of ball that they coughed up, they had, they had repeat sets, they had six again, they had penalty after penalty... Every time, they couldn't see a set out. No, I was looking for the stats on it actually because I, I wanted to see what they'd, but I, I couldn't find them. But 
they were absolutely woeful at, at ball retention in the second half. Mm. And really, in the second half, should have should have gone over more than they did to see out the win, I think. Yeah. Not to see it out, but they were 16-6 down, weren't they? But to come back and win yeah. quite comfortably, really. Well, they would like... <laughs> They probably, even though, like you've just said, they were pretty poor at, at, at completing the sets and, and the errors that they've made, probably should have won because the Joe Burgess try, as good as it was to watch, shouldn't have happened. The defensive effort was shocking. Yeah, there's an award for that this week. Okay. Um, they've won the wet paper towel defence of the, of the week for that. Yeah, that's uh, only fair, I think. They, you know, he... Re- Whoever, I think it was... You've got three of me ducked under. I don't know. It was number 15. Is that Goudemand? Not sure. Can't remember. There was about yes, three of them. Yeah. There was about three of them that he ducked under, though. Yeah. One of them went... He's like a tabletop spinner. Yeah. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. And then Tom Johnston... He actually made Joe Burgess look slow. <laughs> he did. In the boat. He was obviously he just, did. just quick enough. Surprised how far he slid yeah. across the ground, to be honest, yeah. with the weather, how another, that's been. Another, well, well, I heard it on the radio because where we were, it was it was quite sunny. And and it was saying on the radio that the rain was like really... Oh, uh, was it? You know, gushing right. down, yeah. Because sec- it looked all right on the, yeah. the highlights. In the second mm-hmm. half, it was saying that the rain was really bucketing down. Oh, right. Right. Okay. So... Um, yeah, so it was. It made the ground a, a bit slippy. Yeah. Other two yards, he wouldn't have got there, would he? No, he really did. You know, just slide over to re- reach over at the yeah. end. Um, and 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 the other point is, they probably the, even though, like you say, they were really bad. They probably should have pushed it to golden point. Oh, it's bad. Missed that. How long did he? He, he took. He seemed he, to take an eternity did. over it. But if game. you watched it on YouTube, you wouldn't know because they didn't show it. Not the, really, the, like, the last, the last kick. kick. So they scored, don't yeah. they? In the last. Minute or whatever. Well, it's, uh, the, uh, what's he called? Mr. Kick. He, he Adam Kieran. Yeah. Well, he scored the try. Yes. Yeah. So, so he scores in the the last minute or whatever in it. It's it's after the. It's pretty much on the hoops. Yeah. Last last few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got a kick to level it up to force it to golden point. So on YouTube, because that's where I watched it originally. It shows him score the try, and then it just comes up with a score sixteen fourteen. <laughs> amazing, with no commentary. No, no commentary. No, amazing, unbelievable. No commentary. But it was, um, it was, it wasn't a great, it wasn't a great kick. That's for sure. And in the end, the difference in this game was the penalty that Sneed got from his own kick. Mm. That he kicked it, and it was a late hit. Yes, I think by yeah, I think it was Macalorum. I think yes, it was. Yeah. Um, I think that's you think he got a one match ban for it. I think that's what he got it for. I mean, I'm looking at that and thinking, I know like I know I tend to live in the past a bit with these things, but that's like I'm just thinking, he's not hit him he's not hit him hard. He's tackled him as he's kicked it and I might have got that wrong. I'm not saying he got a ban for that. I don't know. Right. I just know he'd come away with a one match ban and that's is the only that. thing that I saw. Probably so. is for that. Yeah. But it's like you can't actually you can't even touch the kicker now. We went from um being able to take the kicker and wrap him up. Mm-hmm. Then we went to, you couldn't attack his standing leg. Which is fine. Which is fine. And now it's like, you don't seem to be able to touch him at all. There's nothing wrong with wrapping the kicker up. No. He's always, surely that's, <clears throat> when you're learning to play, and you're learning to defend, and you've got a last, you've got a last tackle, you're not told to put pressure on the kicker. Yeah. To charge down, to stop him from, but now it just seems to be, well, let him get the kick away. and. Well, exactly. Exactly. 
which is sort of the argument, and it's like, well, why should I let him get the kick away? Exactly. Well, you've done five. You've made as a team. You've made five tackles mm. to to get yourself in that position to perhaps stop the kick going away. So you're getting with the ball back in a in a better area. Yeah, yeah. No. I just think I just think that's gone a bit soft. It has. It really has. Yeah. Um. But that was that ended up being the difference in the in the sides at the end. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, um, a different. Uh, Paul Rowley afterwards said it was a different win for Salford. That they were looking, you know, they get this reputation of throwing the ball about off the cuff. He said, but they he thought that they won the game in a different way with really doggy defence. Well, again, we that's something that that we and especially you Andy, to be fair have questioned about Salford the defensive capabilities. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure in this whether or not it was Salford's defence or Catalan's really poor ball retention in the weather, for example. Yeah. Or, or, or to be fair to Salford, is it Salford's defence that made them? I was just going to say, is it the up, pressure you know? from the defensive line yeah. that's forced that? And it's probably a little bit of a little bit of both. Yeah. And once you start making mistakes, it's diff- sometimes it's difficult to get out of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very much different way of um, of winning the game for Salford. So. Yeah. You know, a lot of credit, a lot of credit there to Salford. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, and they maintain their place in the top six, don't they? Mm. Yeah, I think fifth for the sitting at the minute. Yeah. So if I asked you that one, the same as Lee, will Salford make the top six? Yes, I think they might be the the sixth team. I think they might keep Lee out of it. Callum. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they'll sneak in. Yeah. Well, moving on, we go to Wigan and Wakefield next, and that was Wigan 22, Wakefield 6. I'm not sure there's an awful lot to say on this, really, apart from, like, well done to Wakefield for scoring a try. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he was expecting, I think everybody, or 99% of people were expecting a demolition job by Wigan, and they just didn't. Which you know they've won, they've they've gone top, they've come away unscathed. You know, never got out a second. No, it's just Wakefield do try. I'm not saying they don't try. I'm not saying that one bit. And the try that Wakefield scored was. I'm sure Wigan will be. Dis- I'm sure Matty Pete will be disappointed with that. Yeah, because it was just so so basic, wasn't it? Yeah, and and the, and the the biggest thing that I took away from that was. Um, Wigan's third try, where the I think it was Lee Kershaw tried to offload him. Oh, the Ethan Havard one. Yeah, and, and, and then it, they just tapped it straight into his hand, straight to yeah. And he, uh, yeah, and was, he went under the like, stick. Just went, oh, cheers. Yeah, I was, I was really. But, but that made yeah. it eighteen nil. Yeah, and would it right if they don't score that? I'm not saying Wakefield go and win. No, but if you're giving an eighteen point lead to Wigan, there's no chance. No, no. and I, well, I saw this on the Super League show. And I think when it when it came up the bit the when some of the highlights, and I think after about sixty minutes it was eighteen six. Mm. So there wasn't that much, and, and I'm, I'm expecting Wigan to be miles on top and could probably go up about mm. three gears. And like I say, I'm not saying they would have won, but you know suddenly it could be twelve six, and then you start asking questions. Well, that's it, isn't it? You know, if if Wigan aren't really getting out of second gear. If you start a game you're not thinking not gonna have to get out of second gear, it, sometimes it's really hard to actually get out of it. Mm. So if it's twelve six, you know, mm. 
like you said, you start wondering, well, would they have gone on and made a bit more of a game of it? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Would they have won? Probably not, but we would have made a bit of a game of it, I think. Yeah. What did you make of the Willie Ice tackle? Um, I didn't see it. Oh. He got Simbin for it, and it looked a really... He, he, he picked him up, dumped him. Right. And I, so whether he... I, I, I didn't see a lot wrong with it, to be quite I honest. I didn't even realise... I, I saw him pick up a two-game ban which I was wondering what that was for. And then when I watched the Super League show and I saw it, I was I was very surprised to see that that was the tackle that got him banned because I thought he just hit him hard at first. And then the Wakefield player seemed to stay down and next thing I know, a penalty's been given and he's he's off for 10. He's not dumped him on his head, he's dumped him on his back, flat yeah. on his back and he's lifted. But I think you said he was lifting his feet above his head. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what it's gone for. But I thought that was... Um, I thought, oh, wow, what a hit. Uh, that was my first reaction. I thought, oh, he's hammered him there. And then all of a sudden he's off for 10 minutes and he's picked up a two-game ban for it. But mm. I don't know. I'd, I'd need a proper look at it. I mean, even on Super League Show, it literally showed it once and that was it. It didn't exactly, um, you know, replay it. So it was yeah. a bit hard to see from from that far out. But <clears throat> And we're going to go into the... Um, we can go into the... Um, International break. Group. yeah. At the top of the table. Yeah, they do. And uh, that's probably, you know, looking good for them, especially as we've already mentioned with with Warrington and, and I suppose Catalans at the start flying off. Um, Catalans obviously since have, have stumbled a bit, but uh, Warrington especially flying out the blocks. Like you would have expected Warrington to go into the international break at this point. Yeah. Um, top of the league the way they've been playing but obviously not to be but no probably that's a probably brought a smile to the to the Wigan camp and and the fans around and stuff like that so yeah um that's good for them yeah definitely well moving on we will go to let's go to the jungle and we saw Castleford take on Hull KR and Hull KR continue their run of form with a win, twelve points to seven. Snooze fest. As comic as comic book guy in The Simpsons said, "Worst game ever." Yeah, it was a bit of a snooze fest, wasn't oh, it? Oh, but it's just the handling. The, the ball handling. We seem was, to say oh. it more, more and more, don't we? Um, this season, just how boring it was. Oh, it was terrible. Um, Couple of the big talking points, though. Apart from that, um, uh, for Hull KR, Corey Hall looked a really good signing from Wakefield. Yeah, he's, he's, he won't want to be going back, will he? No, I think that was he. You know, he, he scored a try, uh, but just looks like could have a real good future. Yeah, definitely. Is it permanent yeah. that deal? No, it was a loan. Was it, it just a season long one? Yeah, right. Um, and I don't. You know, normally I, I don't have any problem with a team taking an early drop goal. I don't believe that like you need to wait to the last five minutes or something to get no, a drop goal. Yeah. You know, I think if it's if it's forcing the opposition to do something, you've got something to defend, mm. especially in Castleford's decision uh, position, should I say? Mm. Um, but then the kickoff, nobody came and collected it, so the drop goal actually cost them the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody came in and and they give the Abdul. ball straight back, didn't they? Nobody came in and took the kick off from Abdul. Yeah, Hulke, I got the ball back and scored off that set. Yeah, um, 
and that was the end of the scoring. So the drop goal actually cost, actually cost him the game, but that's a bit harsh on Jacob Miller. That that's you know you've got to be able to take those kicks because they all stood around looking at each other who's going to take it. I mean, he was nothing to do with the kickoff, was he? No. So you know he's put him in front. Mm. <laughs> Just inexcusable that. Yeah. In the manner that it happened, three of them stood there looking at each other. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, really was. You know, I think Farimo's the one that's got to come and take that because he's the one at the back of those three, mm. and it's in the air long enough for him to come and. Well, it's easier to run on than it is to run back. Exactly, isn't it? exactly. But, so, but all okay, um cementing third place. Yeah, they'll they'll be well ecstatic really with that. Mm. Yeah, uh, Castleford, um, permanent coach in place now. Yeah, I'm not sure they're uh, thrilled by the appointment, a lot of the fans, but it is what it is, unfortunately. It, it makes you wonder with Castleford, like, putting that in place and not whether they're not, they, they're in a way right in the season off, but they know they're not going to get relegated. Mm. Not sure who's available either, but, you know, a couple of names that got thrown about, like Justin Morgan was one, surely that's a better appointment than... Andy last, but yeah, I don't know. It just all seems very underwhelming. Yeah, especially when they've not really changed their fortunes around under last either. Usually, it's <clears throat> if you know we took over from Radford. So usually, when someone comes in, you usually get that burst of energy back through the the team. Yeah. You know, you go, you, you can sometimes get that three four game win streak, but. Yeah. It hasn't done, and usually when that happens, you change it again. You don't appoint the same person. You, you seem to be stuck in the in that mm. in that same cycle of motion. Of yeah, we've we've spoke about Mikey Lewis, <laughs> yeah, and looks like he's going to be rewarded with a first England cap this this weekend. Yeah, it's looking like it. He's definitely in the uh, the line to uh, to to start there at, at six or seven, and, and well deserved as well. Really well deserved. Yeah, definitely. Do you think he'd have got in if uh, other players hadn't have dropped out? Uh, probably not, but I'm sure we'll get on to that um, a touch later. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, that should leave us with one last game. And I assume, Andy, this is your other where did it come from? Yeah. Uh, and that was Hull FC 20, Huddersfield 14. Mm. I did have a chuckle at the beginning. We talked about Huddersfield taking the two, and they did exactly that in the in the opening few minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, the dropout for the penalty was atrocious. Yeah. And just went flying out. Uh, wasn't even close to staying in. Wasn't. Um, but I don't think any of us expected that, did we? No, I I certainly didn't. No. I certainly didn't. But and, and it's even though we're still relatively early in the season, they've now opened up. You know. Um, six points on on Wakefield, mm. and that's enough to see them kept up, probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, four and, probably was, and they, and they should have enough in their squad anyway to do that. Yeah, more than enough. Um, is Ian Watson a boring coach? Well, I was just gonna say he's coming to a bit of criticism, and he after this loss from a few fans saying that he's like overrated. Mm. Was Salford boring when he was in charge of Salford? 
do you know what? It's hard to really remember, but probably. They weren't the free-flowing they weren't team like they are this. now. No, no, they no, weren't. They were nothing like and, this. And we've said before, we've, we've used the words well-coached, well-drilled, well-structured yeah. about Huddersfield. And we are, I think you have that that um, image of that's how an Ian Watson team is. Mm-hmm. A little bit like football when you, you, you've got like a Sean Dyche team or a Sam Allardyce <clears throat> team or something like that where yeah. you know they're going to be sort of tough at the back. I think he's just really good at, at sort of getting the best out of a certain type of player. Mm. Like a, just a sort of squad player. I think he's really good at getting the best out of them them type of players when it comes to sort of Jake Connors, Will Price, that sort of thing. Not sure he knows how to handle it. Mm. And you, we, we've said it, you know, when they take the two at every opportunity, to me, that's a sign of a boring team. Mm. Yeah. Be interesting to see how they go on because I think they do need to... They, they need to let... Jake Connor loose a little bit as well, rather than keep the him squad chained that, up. So the squad speak, that yeah. they've got, they shouldn't be where they are in the league. No, no, they're ninth, I think, aren't they? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way they should be there. No, be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks when they've got a bit of time to work on these things, whether or not whether they change their approach a bit. Mm. I'm not sure coaches do change their approach in general. No, they don't. I don't think they do because they just stick to a system that they know and they think that works best for them. Mm. Definitely. You see the Sam Halsall thing? Try. Try. Oh. Air quotes. <clears throat> yeah, I did, yeah. He's going to go in at the corner and just, just drops it. Yes, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't know why. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how he dropped it. I really don't know how he dropped it. But I think that would have made it 14 all. Yeah. Mm. I think at that point. Just. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just. But a really good win for Hull and have done, you know, much needed two points there. Yeah. And they'll be hoping that can sort of, you know, kick them on for a few more wins now. Mm. I'm not convinced it will, but it's a good win today. It's yeah, win I'm like not going to get carried away with it, but, they'll, that, you know, that's what they'll be hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last game, that wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, let's move on then. It's everybody's favourite segment. It's the stats of the week. Hello. (laughs) How many have we got? Told you he was good. (laughs) How many have we got? Uh, Six. Okay, let's let's hit your waiting audience with these six stats. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Stat number one... Uh, Hull FC, as we've just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up where we just finished off. Hull FC have ended a seven-game losing streak. Um, however, it is not their longest losing streak in a single season. Back in 2018, they went 11 games without a win, but it did carry on into 2019 when they lost the first two games. So, in their history, 13 consecutive games is the most for Hull FC. It's not a record you want to beat, is it? No, really, no, not at all. <laughs> so, yeah, but at least they stopped it quickly. Oh, yeah. 
Sort of quick. Sort of quick. <laughs> I halfway. It, I we imagine, got to halfway and thought it's enough, boys. I imagine it was a long seven weeks for the whole fans. So. I bet it was, yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, stat number two. Uh, Hull KR have won their last five Super League games in a row. It is the first time they have done so in ten years in the league. That excludes uh, the time where we had the the relegation you know the super eights oh yeah because i don't i didn't count that because they were playing teams like uh halifax and witness who were all part-time <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah mm. um back in 2013 it was ended by warrington who i think they play in two weeks time so if they come back from the international break and win they could be ended by the same team potentially okay cool uh Stat number three, and we head over to the NRL, and I did a stat last week on Luke Brooks uh, going a full year without uh, winning the NRL. Uh, He's back on the stats this week, and that is that no team has ever conceded a try to Luke Brooks and gone on to win the Premiership. What, so every time he's scored, they've never... Yeah, the team he scored against has never won the Premiership, and they play the Panthers next. Right. <laughs> Just saying. Come on, Lou Brooks. <laughs> I feel sorry for him, mate. He got um, uh, he got some support, didn't he, of Gus? Yeah. Um, who said it was a scandal that, that a, uh, a media outlet were putting on about that he hadn't won for 365 days. Mm. Uh, thought it was a disgrace. Hashtag Bobby out. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd do well over him, eh? I do. We've said, we've said that mm, on yeah. the pod. I think we said it last week, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, stat number four, and this one is for you, Andy. Not sure which way you want to take this one. It depends on which, uh, which team you chose this week. Yeah. <laughs> As the Dolphins have equaled the biggest comeback in NRL history. Uh, they were 26-0 down to the Titans and came back to win the game. They joined the Cowboys with that stat as they did the same to the Panthers. Mm. I think they're doing great. I'm glad it's taking off. From- oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they're doing well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic for them. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Why do the Titans? <laughs> if the Titans <laughs> only played 40 minutes, they'd be brilliant. Exactly. Right. One, why did they bother playing 80? Two, like, why did they never improve every year? Don't know. I heard they've asked the NRL to bring back the nines competition so they can only play for 18 minutes yeah. every week. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think Justin Albrook is on thin ice, I think. Mm. Defensively, they don't get any better, do they? No. No. Although St. Helens were a bit like that when he was in charge of them. It was, they were... Fantastic! I'm not saying they were rubbish at defending because they weren't, but it was very attack orientated. Yeah, yeah definitely. But you but, can get away with being less um, defensive. Yeah, in Super League. Yeah, yeah. They never seem to make the playoffs, though, did they? They made it a couple of years ago. Yeah, for one game. So, and they should have won that. They should have won. That's that. when they played the yeah. Roosters, and they should have won. Yeah, was that one yeah. we should have passed it out? Yeah, and strolled in. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's international week. Lidiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stat number five. Uh, so last week I told you that Josh Charnley 
had scored more points than uh, Wakefield this season. Uh, however, if you uh, in the last nine games, so if you take away the first round for Wakefield, uh, so they scored 24 points, they've only managed to score 29 points in nine games, Wakefield. Okay. So Josh Charnley and Tom Johnston have now joined in on that. They've both scored more tries than Wakefield in the last nine games. Okay which is not great for Wakefield. And if you compare it to other sports, as I said, they've scored 29 points, whereas Manchester City have scored 32 goals in their last nine games. <laughs> Brilliant. Where did you get that stuff from? Did you, did you make it yourself? Found it on the internet. Oh, right, right. No, uh, credit where to Andy sent me that one. Uh, Andy's stats of the week. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare take this away from me it's all i have <laughs> and uh my fight my sixth and final stat of the week is if the west tigers lose to the panthers in round nine which is probably likely uh api will have lost the same amount of regular season games with the Tigers as he did with Penrith between 2020 and 2022. <laughs> Amazing. With eight. Mm. So the Tigers will have lost eight games this season and Coruscant only lost eight with the Panthers in the entire time there. Who's your favourite happy? Coruscant or Gilmore? <laughs> <laughs> Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you for that. So there you go. Excellent. That's the stats of the week. Very good. Shall we uh, move on? Yep. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. <laughs> Time for the NRL. If there's anything you want to join in, just feel free to do so. Uh, quick rundown of the scores. The Bunnies beat the Panthers 20 points to 18. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one where they scored in that? What a good try that was to yeah. win the game. What yeah. a game that was. Yeah. Unbelievable. Especially the last but, 20 minutes or that, so. The handling on that on the, the last yeah. offloads out wide and, yeah. and taking it um, on the run below his knees. Mm-hmm. Um, was was superb. Yeah. yeah, it was a really good try to yeah. to get the win. Yeah, uh, Eels sixteen, Broncos twenty six. Continuing their good run of form of the Broncos. Mm. Bulldogs twenty, Sharks thirty three. Take that, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Mulatalo incident? <laughs> yeah, it was worse. It was almost as bad as that for Imo one. Where he dives with his hand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts his arm on the dead. Well, not the dead ball, but out in goal. Yeah, yeah. there's no excuse, is there? Terrible. No, none no excuse. Whatsoever. Right, no either of them. There, there's no excuse. No. Uh, the Cowboys eighteen, Knights sixteen. The Dolphins twenty-eight. The Titans twenty-six. Ridiculous. That's even with Robert Jennings' uh, <laughs> heroics. <laughs> it's trying to give oh, the game one? to them. Was that where he fell short of the line? Yeah, and he just, just stayed uh, on the floor. 
Whereas if he'd have, well, if he'd have took a, a you know a leaf out of Tom Briscoe's yeah. book, he could have just roly polied his way to the line and, 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 <laughs> and had nobody on him. Yeah. Yeah. What was he? Why did he stop when he just I, went? I, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. It was like he was dazed or something, wasn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. He just all he had to do was get back up. Yeah, just roly poly it exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just roly poly it. <laughs> all he needed to do. Yeah. Tom Briscoe was fuming. The Tigers 16, Sea Eagles 22. Back to winning ways. They should have lost. Nah, they shouldn't. They did. The Tigers made a break in the last minute. Uh, well, last few minutes or whatever. Passed it inside to Luke Brooks. He's right his hands and he dropped it. Oh, I thought, no. no wonder you're getting slagged off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You're not helping yourself, are you? You're doing. Custom gloves, was it? He looked proper, yeah. Well, you know what this means, don't you? What? Seagulls still have a shot at the Premiership. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Roosters 27, the Dragons 26. That was uh, this morning uh, for Anzac Day. Oh, yeah, they had two games on the Tuesday, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they did. So that was that was this morning. Roosters scraping the victory. Mm. And following that as well this morning, the Storm 30, Warriors 22. Mm. Yeah, that was a decent game. Just on that Roosters one, 27-26, did you see the winning drop goal? No, it wasn't. What? I know what you're going to say. Well, wasn't. I read. I didn't see the game, and I said it was Victor Radley. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, why did it say that then? I don't know. Well, I've been I, lied to. Well, I, I've been lied no, to. No, I know because I didn't see it, and 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 lad at work told me you've got it. I was like, well, I've got to watch this. So I put it on my phone. It wasn't. It was Kiri. Right. So ah. they got it wrong on on, on flash flash scores. scores or whatever yeah. it was. Oh. They did. They did that to me once. I put a I put a bet oh. on. Uh, I think I'd like someone like Kevin Nagama to score a hat trick. And he had two, and he scored three, and I went mad and bout around at the pub, and then it changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I didn't win me hey. money. And I thought, I felt pretty stupid just saying that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and coming up this week, uh, there's a few games you could... Well, at the end of a game of rugby league is always entertaining, but the one that stands out this week... Unless it's well, Castle Hulk. Castle Hulk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, uh, is the Broncos take on the Bunnies? Excellent. That should be a so good that game. should be interesting. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Just before you end the NRL, uh, I just wanted to ask you, have you seen the ridiculous comment from Gus Gould this week? Another one? Yeah. Oh, is this the sin bin? Yeah. If a team scores while a player is sin binned, the sin bin should end. Here's an idea. Don't get a sin bin. Yeah. Oh, shut up, Gus. Just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, there's another, there's another idea. Yeah. Fair enough. You, go. Yeah. Yeah. you call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Right, uh, well, there's a couple of bits of uh, news, if you like, um, from this week. Two main ones, one being the Challenge Cup draw. Uh, the the Super League teams are now in, and the uh, international game England v France. But we'll start on the Challenge Cup draw. I think Bobby, you've got them, haven't you? you can quickly read the uh, ties out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, it was Catalans play Warrington, uh, Castleford play Hull FC, York play London, Halifax play Saint Helens, Hull KR play Batley, Wakefield play Lee, Leeds take on Wigan. And Salford play Huddersfield. 
Mm. The, the the biggest ones are obviously Catalan Warrington and um, Leeds and Wigan. Mm. Yes. Well, and Salford Huddersfield as well. Yeah, that's quite a big one. I think it's quite a big one. A lot of... The biggest thing from this was that Super League, and we've said it before, we'll say it again, Super League teams need to come in around earlier. Yeah. Because especially Lee and Wakefield fans, not complaining about it, but little moan, and rightly so, they now play each other four times this season. So in the last, they come in in the last 32 instead of the last 16. Yeah. Also in that, in La Liga, in the Spanish Cup, mm. and they get to that, or whichever round it is, mm. all the La Liga teams get drawn away the first time they come in at it. Yeah. I'd do that as well. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm mad on that idea. But but I get it. It gives. Well, well, think, uh, well, for Super League fans, it gives them a day out somewhere where they probably haven't been for a number of years. But same for championship teams. And, and B... Um, can't remember, <laughs> but no, that and but then I think it, it, it just you get that thing of the upsets, all if there is any, all that type of stuff. It's no, I know, and I know that obviously, you know, even if they had to come in a round early and them two teams would have won and they get drawn against each other, oh, we still play each other four times, but that's just that's just the luck of the draw, really. Yeah, but at least that game in between breaks it up a bit. You've only got to win three games to get to Wembley, yeah. Needs coming around earlier. Yeah, needs coming around earlier, definitely. Yeah, uh, not said the TV games yet. I don't think have they? No, but imagine it'd be one. Of, well, uh, them two that I would said. I would think Wigan leads on the sun, on the Saturday. Yeah, um, Catalan Warrington, and even if Sky pick one up, they'll probably pick up the. the... Oh, sorry, there was another one there that I thought might be on the sun. I thought might be on the Sunday, which was Castle Hull KR. Castle yeah. Hull, sorry. Castle Hull was it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Hull yeah. KR played Batley. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Castle Hull. Yeah, Sky Sky usually pick up one, don't they? Sometimes yeah. they have them one on a, like a Thursday or something. The only reason I didn't thought it might not be Catalan is because it would it be in in, in France. France. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, but some interesting ties anyway. Yeah, and the uh, obviously the other bit of news and the biggest biggest news and the biggest moan of the week for for rugby league is the international game. The mid-season international game, England v France, where pretty much 80% of the players have pulled out. 14 withdrawals from the England squad. Mm. This mid-season international doesn't really work, does it? It's half-arsed in general. So the fans don't care, the players don't care, and yet playing and representing your country should be the absolute pinnacle. Well... We've gone from a fantastic World Cup to the next to the next international being mm. this. Yeah, we, we, is, you know. we, we've said it before, um, not that long ago that you know we've had a brilliant World Cup and we had you know decent amount of success in it. We've not really rode on the wave of that, and yet Rugby Union are announcing their fixtures for like twenty twenty six or something stupid. Yeah, and we haven't got a clue what's happening this year. The way, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, the way that France are, this should be an England Knights versus France game, which is which is essentially what it's turned what out we, to be. Well, that's what it should be. I think that's what that should be in the first place. Right. I think for me, the biggest thing is is it, it's it's also hard to get excited for a, an international game when 
let's be honest, it's really not been publicised. Apart from changing the screen on a game to say it's coming, I mean, I don't even know what channel it's on. I don't know what time it kicks off at this week. Mm. I haven't had it shoved in my face. I haven't... And I'm not saying Rugby League has, you know, a lot of power to shove it in your face, but I've not seen one advert. Mm. I, I haven't. And... You know, when the, when, the, when the Six Nations was on, all I saw was Six Nations, Six Nations. I went into every pub, they had Guinness Six Nations posters up. And mm. it was in your face. You you couldn't miss it. Mm. With this, and that, you know, that's a full competition. I get that. But with this, I don't know. It, it just, no, I can't get up for it. No, I know what you're saying. And, and it's not, working and I don't really know what the answer is to to fix it well talking of fixing it what are you doing tomorrow nothing uh, Jim uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow right what are you doing tomorrow half past four uh working no because well I'm just saying tomorrow if you go down to Selco Builders in Warrington, you can meet the England team. <laughs> can you? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? How random is that? Because an appearance, the England Rugby League team, you can meet them at Selco Builders at Warrington tomorrow between, I think it's 4.30 and 5. Or half, or four. If you go in, go there for four, because you'll miss, <laughs> if you go at half, we might have missed them. But, and if not, you'll be first in you, line. Yeah, you'll be, you'll, 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 you might end up being queuing, queuing behind George Williams, getting his drain pipes or something. I don't know, but. <laughs> How random is that? But the other thing can is. You, no, no, no. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Come down, come down to B&Q at London this week and meet Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah, no. Can you imagine that? <laughs> England captain's going to be at Salco Builders this week. Go and meet him. Yeah. Get a free Harry Kane when you spend a hundred pound or more. It's like it's like it's like some of Alan Partridge, isn't it? That <laughs> yeah, it's, it makes it look like I've bounced back, but I have. I know, George. I know. <laughs> Just to warn you, Johnny Lomax has pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> So, I just, I, I don't know what, there's nothing else to say on that, is there now? No. That's it, you've, you've killed peaked. it now on that. You peaked, yeah. Um, the other thing is, as well, like, obviously, it's right having a, a you know, the, the international game, but it's not really like, in the Southern Hemisphere, you know, Australia, they could play New Zealand, if they don't play them, they play Tonga, that's another really good game, they don't play them, play Samoa, with all the good players that they've got, I mean, it's another really good game. Who can we play apart from France? Mm. Which is why, which is probably the best which is, competition. Which is com- why the you know. exiles and the combined nations yeah. teams come in, but that doesn't really work either. Does it? As a, They're not bothered. As a spectacle, They're is it? Bothered? No. They're not bothered. You know, you you've got your little story when it was the exiles and they stayed at that hotel in Warrington. They just like smashed it up. Yeah, that's why the exiles finished. Yeah, thirty grand worth of damage because they brought, blocked the lift up with the bed and everything. Because yeah. they're not bothered. No. Um. So what would you do? Because, right, because to me, this this break, this international fixture, mm. or this fixture for England, or whatever it is, mm. surely has to 
lead to something at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't. No. I, I can't I can't see Tonga coming at the end of the season or England playing Tonga at the end of the season. I can't. No. I can't. And is it is it because they don't want to play us full stop? Do they not want to come over Rhea? Why do we not want to go down there? Mm. I don't know. So you so you could be in a position where the next England international could be the same fixture in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Daniel Lomax has already pulled out of that one. But <laughs> well, I, I don't know what the, is it is a, a War of the Roses thing a better option? That's what I would do. I've 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 See? I've said it for a long time and I think that is I, I, I think if you could match that intensity and I'm I'm not saying you will because state of origin is phenomenal. But that has but to start is that, somewhere. Is that a better option as like an England warm up? Well, yes. Well, why did why did Origin start? What was the purpose in the state of Origin that when it well, first it was, came in? Was it not a, a, a warm up for like picking up, trying to get a test? The kangaroo. A it was a trial. Yeah, a trial. It was a trial. Kangaroo, it, it was a kangaroo yeah. trial. Yeah, trial. And I think they're still unofficially. Yeah, I think that's still yeah. yeah. But it, it's not now. Now they bill it as mate against mate, state against state, but then, all that sort of if stuff. If you had a, a, a War of the Roses thing, all you get is people going. Oh, we've got a full country, and you're just doing it to two counties like that. And yeah. now you're supposed to expand and blah de blah. Yeah. Well, there's more than just Queensland and New yeah. South Wales and play rugby league. Yeah. You know, look at Melbourne and and Canberra and things like that. They're not bothered. They don't care. I think that's one of the issues you've picked up on, though, the two county thing. Yeah. Um, and I think especially with the breakup of Lancashire, mm. more so than Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. So there's not that identity. Mm. So I think. There is, there is that, and I think the identity thing is is key. So, in terms of playing wise, if you split um, a line down the middle of the country, down the Pennines, you'd have East v West, mm. which is more realistic. Yeah, you'd have. Players. But there's not that sort of no. That, and this is what I'm saying. Taste for it is there. That's what I'm saying because then you'd have players from London, yeah, in the East, mm. that sort of thing. You'd have people from Cumbria, uh, or even uh, even the, the the west of Scotland in. The West. Yeah. Well, there's no identity for it. No. You don't identify as being from the West. No. Or the East. You just don't identify that. So, whereas State of Origin, they have a real profound, um, like, pri- uh, pride mm. in being a Queenslander, don't they? Mm. Or being from Sydney for New South Wales or whatever it is. But particularly Queenslanders, I think. Yeah. Whereas... This doesn't... So I don't know what the... I think in terms of a trial, in terms of a game to... Surely that's more intense to set yeah. up, you know, the England stuff than us going play the Knights going play in France. I totally agree. And I think that would get a better England team at the end of the season mm-hmm. if you did it as an England trial yeah. or a Great Britain trial, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But where I worry about it is the intensity. Yeah. And I don't know what the and I, at the I can't think of an answer to that. No, I don't. I don't know what the answer is. But it would lead because we're struggling yeah. for competition across Europe. But whatever it is, whatever they do, needs to lead to something in October. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there's no point. In doing, there's no point in doing this now. You might as well have no, a, tra- no, you you, might well, you, you've you've might have a have, training camp. You've got to have an Ashes or you know a, 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 whatever a it is, test, test against series. the Kiwis or even you yeah. know Tonga even, things like that. Now. Even that seems to have disappeared nowadays. Mm. The they they always seemed up yeah. for it. 
But um, they now just... You might as well have a training camp. Yeah, there's just no point this. having a game. No, it's a shame. It is. Move forward podcast prediction league with six again. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. As I was about to come in, uh, Bobby's decided to hit Andy on the end of his pen. <laughs> it's shaped like a golf club. He's whacked me with a putter. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's prediction league time. And as always, on the line is Bri from Six to Get Bri, how are we? New day, boys. How good, how are you? Oh, not, well, I, I, if, I think you're dizzy. If you, if you were on screen, Bri, I'd be seeing two of you. <laughs> Nobody, nobody wants that. Want to see <laughs> oh, dear me. How's things, Bri? Yeah, not too bad. Well, I, I heard a rumour that I was supposed to be on a different pod, uh, you know, an international pod, but you just pulled me away, so I could just be fresher for this pod. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, Obviously, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't represent me nation. But you know, I don't mind. I'll stick to the club. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, we pay you. <laughs> we? With yeah, we with laughter. Yeah, we're with laughter. We pay with laughter. Oh, you're not for this league, mate. Yeah, we pay him in kind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Andy's paid me more than kind this week with this league. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I told you we shouldn't have got him on. Yeah, there's no point doing it this week. <laughs> Who got least points in the whole league this week, Brian? One, two, three, four, five different people. Oh, but right. Andy was one of them. I was one of them, though. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> on my own, though. No, Wakefield, Wigan, uh, Huddersfield, Catalan, all, and Andy all got four points. Oh, it was a bad week for predictions, wasn't it? Lost for everyone. No. What was the um, what was the top score, Brian? 17 by Warrington. That's really? not bad, actually. And who yeah, was, they, it? was, was it? Was it Noxy or Loose Wire? It was Noxy. Got wow, a spot well on as well. Did he? Well done, mate. Well, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, but yeah, we've, we've had, we had a bit of a, a quiet week, shall we say, with only half of the half of the league going into double figures. Okay, well, you've got a quiet this week. Uh, you've got uh, one this week because you've got a week off this week, haven't you, from it? Yeah, so I'm going to go to Marbella or something like that to, you know, <laughs> recharge the batteries and, you know. Mar Batley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm currently stood in Bristol here, so yeah. Not bad. <laughs> right. So do you want to give us a, do you want to give us a, a quick rundown of any changes? Who's, who's top yeah. and who's doing well? Just, um, do, uh, just so to update, Bri. Leeds are still top and they've got a 15 point gap to Catalan. The gap between Catalan and the rest has been closed by us, myself. Um, it's a one-point gap, but then just behind, it's a cluster. Uh, Bobby's moved up again to fifth, um, and Salford moved up a good three, four places to sixth, um, and Warrington and Casford also moved up. But that meant that Wakefield and Wigan, they dropped down. Andy, you've dropped down to 14th. And have St. Helens, who were bottom last week, on your tail. Oh, no. um, <laughs> Callum, you've dropped down to 10th. 
I'm like um, Saints though. I've won it. I've completed it, so I'm not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl's, when I sit, when we say mid table, Cal is the epitome of mid table. He's nine points from fourth and nine points from Andy, who's fourth bottom. So he's yeah. Um, Bobby has gone back up to fifth, and I, it's supposedly you know the brains behind the behind the pot, according to some. Uh, thanks, you know. Phil. A select few, I think. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. You know. you know that thing about like a thousand monkeys and a thousand typewriters. Yeah. yeah. I, t- I told you last week. I said last week Ringo was not the best drummer in the Beatles. We will leave it there. Leave do, you wanna, it there. do you want to know my secret? <laughs> That's a Beatles song. Do you want to know my secret to the predictions league? Bride doesn't steal half my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> He's above you. Yeah, yeah I know. Third <laughs> oh, in the league, boys. Third in the league. <laughs> but yeah, Hull FC are now bottom. Um, when Karen done two spots on in a weekday, we made fourth. So anything can change in a short space of time. It can. Well, listen, as usual, thank you for doing that, Bri. Uh, don't worry about it, boys. I'm going to enjoy my week off of uh, doing next to nothing. Yeah. Although I think I'm going to go and watch uh, Wakefield feed Sheffield ladies on Sunday. Okay, excellent. Excellent. Have a good time. And there's not just the internationals about this week, Callum, is there? There's there's, uh, community games, there's all sorts happening. So there's plenty of rugby league still about for everybody to go and watch. Yes, if you're not going to a game, try and get to your local community game, grassroots game. Yeah. Always need the support. Um, But. Uh, yeah, uh, like Andy says, Brian, thank you. Enjoy your week off. Um, I think that just about wraps us up for this week. So if you are going to any games, and stay safe and enjoy. Uh, but from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast for this week, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.